This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On today's show, we've got a bit of this. Is he precious about his balls? And a little bit of this. I've got nothing left. <laughs> Welcome to Borough Pods. There goes the final whistle. And Steve Richard, sealed promotion. And in style here at the Lamex Stadium. And on run the fans. Good afternoon, chaps. Uh, I'll, I'll, bring in, uh, I'll bring in Lewis first. Lewis, the broad hallway... Uh, how I don't know how Hello. to describe you. Uh, the broad hallway, something. The the I should have written a proper intro for you. The uh, the the flag bringer. The I don't know. Hi, the Lewis. Bringer, the the, the <laughs> bringer. The whatever you want it, whatever you want it to be. That now let's let's the, the, the supporters platform. There we go. The, the supporters, supporters platform. platform. All right. The the purveyor of Keiths. I like that. Um and uh how are you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Here we are back good. on Borough Pod for a, another winning episode. Yeah, I, I think I just need to start lining you up every time I'm a bit nervy about a game and it will be all right. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't nervy about this one actually. I was sure we were gonna win. I was nervy about this. Well, well yeah. this episode because for the first time ever I've actually had to jot some notes <laughs> down because when I was at the game I was worried that that first half we'd have nothing to talk about, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll we'll get on to that. Um, also, making uh, three. Is this your third appearance? Is this your hat trick, Harry? Yeah, it's got to be was... three or four. Might One be four, those. yeah. Got uh, to get him the Borough Pod ball. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I talked, we were talking about Soccer AM this weekend and the... Uh, yeah, maybe we should start doing that. Maybe we should start getting guests to appear regularly. Uh, a little, a little. I'm not doing that. Uh, how you doing, Aaron? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yourself? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's difficult to it's difficult not to be in the current climate with Borough in it. Yeah, exactly. I'm always we've a little bit happier quite, on a Monday. We've, we've been quite we've good won. this year so far. It's all right, isn't it? it makes a change yeah. for the last few years. My my miss my missus is loving. The fact that Stevenage are good because she says that our Saturday evenings are, haven't been ruined for ages by Stevenage. I've got my girlfriend into it so much that she sits on a Saturday and watches Football Focus <laughs> <laughs> or Final Score, whatever it is. So Final I don't score, even have to yeah. date on a score. That's good. You need to get her down to the club, mate. She's been to a couple of games, but whenever I bring her, we bloody lose, so she's not invited again. <laughs> oh, well, don't bring her. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I'm not a superstitious person, but if so, if I if I bring someone two or three times and we start losing and we lose them all, they don't come back. 
Yeah, that's what I found. Even my partner's trying to make an interest in it. And Wigan just happens to uh, fall on our anniversary. So she's like, we should do a weekend in Wigan. I call it Wigaloof because I've heard lots of great things about the place. Um, there's absolutely there's... no way that, that she's going to Wigaloof. <laughs> I, think, I think the anniversary <laughs> might have to be rescheduled. Oh, class. I might be going, I think I might be doing Wigan. I've got a mate who's a Wigan fan who lives in, still lives in Wigan. Like one of the few, one of the few people from Wigan who's a Wigan fan hasn't escaped to the north, the northwest. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought, I might be doing that one. He's, he keeps talking about this, uh, Wigan pie or something. And I'm not, I'm, I'm a bit scared if I'll be honest with you. I'm not really sure whether it's something to look forward to or whether, I was going to be a bit blue there, but no, it's it's a bit scary. He's a proper wrong one as well, so like a proper like a bit on edge about it. Do you know what? Do you know what a Wigan pie Wigan is? Wigan pie. Yeah, Never it's not No, <laughs> I might just be making it up. Well, I don't know. Um, we'll have to get back to you on a review for that one. <laughs> Pretty scrum. You, you never, you never change. You never move from a chicken bowie. It's the rule. It's always oh, a chicken, chicken bowie. What the fuck's the matter with you? Always, always a chicken oh, bowl. Vile. I can't, I can't, I can't be doing it. Right, fuck that. I don't want to talk about chicken bowies. <laughs> Stevenage 1, Lincoln City 0. Uh, goal from who else but Big Toe Reedy? Um, Stevenage lineup, Tay and Goal, uh, Lufa, Van Kooten, Pidge, and Butler across the back four. Um, we had a sort of a midfield diamond, so a 1 2 1 or a you know, if you're just old school English, four four two D. Freeman on the right of the, the the midfield. Burns as a holding midfielder, and McDonald on the left. Roberts in his Roberts role in behind the front two, and that was Reed and Hemmings to start the half. Um, quick look at the stat line, uh, and I'm not going to do the whole game just yet. Let's look at the first half specifically. Uh, Lincoln had 64.2% of possession and they really dominate the proceedings in that first half. Their pass success rate was 76%. You know, ours was uh, uh, almost respectable 60%. That's uh, higher than it not often is. Um, we we did well in the aerial duel as always. Um, we had more shots than Lincoln. Um, five shots to three. Um we each had a shot on target. Obviously, we had three off target and a and a shot blocked as well. Um, it was a half to forget, wasn't it, boys? Well, as as mentioned already, that the, I was panicking. I had to write notes down, and, and I'm going to look at my notes. <laughs> let's right let's now, have a look right? at your notes. I've it, it's it's good that you're doing this actually because I've left my notes in the house and I can't be asked to go back inside and grab them. Well, um, you know so, what. Um, there isn't really. I think I've got about two points on that first half, and 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 neither of them are, are about are about the game. But we'll talk about the game a little bit, all right? All right. No, I want I want to hear what your notes are first. Let's 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 see what your notes are before we uh, before well, we actually get down to business. I mean, note says it goes Evans booked first half. Yeah. So that was that was one highlight that he gets. He's he, you know he's booked again. And I'm not sure, but is he is he available this weekend? Yeah, because managers, managers get booked after three bookings, not five. So he's already done his touchdown ban. Oh, right, okay. Because he's on four. 
I know I he's on something. five. You know he's on five, but you know he gets another one. He gets another ban, and I think that becomes two, two games. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. and I, I also read that like, does 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 Evans get sanctioned if say Reigns um, or Reds? I'm still say that. Yeah. So yeah, so if um, he doesn't, but basically if. If something is said in the if something is said in the technical area, and the fourth official reports it to the referee, but they're unable to identify who it was, the manager automatically receives the booking. That's so, a crazy rule. So, so if 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 Reigns if Reigns goes, hey, hey, Lino, you're a prick, and they don't know it was they, and they think they're not sure if it was him or whether it was Revs, Steve will get it. <laughs> Imagine if they do that on the pitch, though. Like one of the players yeah. bounced off, and they, they just give it to yeah. Pidge because, oh, oh, god knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, you just, second... just give it to the captain if you're not sure. <laughs> the, the second note. I mean, this is. I mean, I was I was scratching for some kind of conversation here for this for this pod, right? Good, god. I witnessed Keith go away and come back for a cuppa for Alex Revel. He's not just a kit man, he's also the tea lady. He's also the ball boy if the ball goes out of the stadium. You you would next time next time the ball goes out of stadium, just just have a have a look at Keith. I haven't seen it so much this season because we got the multi ball. But last season like until this season and the multi ball come in, every time the ball went out of field, you just saw Keith get up and like stomp out of the ground. I I want to know if that's like is that is that like a rule of his? Is he is he precious about his balls? Does it <laughs> that come out wrong, didn't it? Well, that's a <laughs> that's, that's uh, hang on. Let me just let me just note that down. Nine minutes forty is Keith precious about his balls. Um, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll be honest, boys. I've been thinking about changing up our intros. So I've recorded I've recorded my normal sort of style intro, but I've been thinking about going this week on Boropod and then just cutting in a couple of sentences and. You might have just convinced me to change it up. Is Keith is Keith uh, sensitive about his balls? <laughs> is, is he precious about his balls? Let me see. Uh, is, is, it, is, it, is it a club? Is it a club thing? Does, does he have is to that? go and collect the balls, or is he worried? Is it? Is, is there is there not enough budget for more balls if they go missing? <laughs> I, do you know what? As long as I can remember watching Stevenish for, we've always it's always been a thing where I feel like we don't have as many balls as other clubs. We there always seem to be scrabbling for a ball when it leaves the ground. And, you know, you'd have thought with Laurie, like Laurie Wilson back in the day, who, you know, 90% of his shots left the ground. That, yeah, all crosses. <laughs> yeah, that, that, you, that we'd be a bit better prepared for it. Well, uh, that, that, yeah, so that's basically my highlights, yeah, of my first start. Oh, do you know what? I'm really glad. I'm really glad you do that. And I would implore you to carry on making notes at games but that aren't specifically about the game. I might start it's doing it as well. Funny. It's like the guy that we stand next to who does the come on borrow in his northern voice in the East Terrace. And and, <laughs> and and Marky made a promise. He was there at the weekend. East Terrace Club Marky was there at the weekend. And he made a promise that going forward, we were going to do this pass the cup thing. For every time he says, come on borrow, we're going to put like a fiver in there or something, and just every time he says it, just keep passing it around. And whoever wins at the end of the game, with how many come on, Boris has done <laughs> wins. And uh, he was nowhere to be seen. Aaron, I think Aaron, it was just tight. Aaron, we should do yeah. that. We should do that with the woman in the West 
who doesn't really shout anything exactly at the right at the right time. Like on Saturday, there was a moment where play had stopped and she went, Ref! <laughs> I don't know what she's referring to. Play had stopped, the ball's out of play. Like, I think we might be making, I think someone was making a sub or something. She just screamed, Ref! I'm like, what? I'm like, have you, um... you just got like a 30 second delay? Or like, do you just have no idea? So you're just trying to fit in? My favourite one's um, just kick it, kick the ball, like, <laughs> yeah. as if they wasn't planning she, on that already. She does scream that a lot, yeah. yeah. As the, as they're on a drinks break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I, I, um, I don't want to dis- I don't want to discourage, encourage anyone from coming to the football and being vocal. But like, if you're gonna like, at least make it relevant to what's happening on the field. <laughs> I think. I think what we'll do is, um, I think I've seen on the socials this week that the. the, the Number one football pundit at the moment is it Aaron? <laughs> I forgot your intro. Oh. Shit! Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, at some point, you've been recognised as one of the top pundits the, the, in, the in top, football right now. The, the, so um, the top from TikTok Nigerian article, yeah. The top, yeah. T- the top TikTok pundit. That's so it's it. probably best if uh, you know the top punditry man here. I mean, if Michael Owen um, can do it, I can. Get, yeah, gets, gets, gets his view on the game first, and then I'll just yeah. I'll just follow his lead. Go on. Uh, I like this. You're mastering the pod. I don't even have to do my normal job. Go on, go on, go on, go on football pundit. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, Lewis has said everything you can about that first half, and none of it was about the game. But uh, in terms of the second half, I'm going to just state the obvious. Oh no, 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 no! Hang on, I've got stuff to say about the first half. So if we're going to move on. I'm gonna have a word, oh, okay, but, okay. but come on, there must be, on, you must you must be able to actually add something about the game to the first half. Football was played, well, believe it or not. Yeah, okay. I've, I thought we had the more chances. I don't know if I haven't looked at the stats, but I felt like we had more, the more chances uh, than Lincoln did. But yep. our only real chances were coming just from pop shots outside the box. Yes, and I think yeah. Butler, Macca had a couple. Yeah, um, we couldn't really find anything inside the box. Um, like you said, that they had far more at the ball than, to be fair, I think even the gaffer said after they dominated that first half. Yeah. So, so my my view on it is that um, they played they played some really nice football in the first half. They um, they didn't panic like a lot of teams. A lot of teams used to. It doesn't happen so much in League One, but you know we used to press. We still press teams high, but we used to press teams high back. Back in those league two days, um, we suppressed teams high and we'd win the ball high because they'd panic, they they we'd we'd force an error and we'd get a shot off. We didn't score from many of many of those opportunities where we're winning the ball really high up the field, um, but we caused a lot of turn. We I mean we were the best team in the league at calling turnovers in the final third um, by, by by some margin as well as it happens. Um, and, we and, and that's not really the case anymore. We're still pushing, we're still pressing high, and it does cause problems for teams still, but it's nowhere near. The teams in this division are far, far better at not panicking when suddenly Jordan Roberts is snapping at you, suddenly Jamie Reed's hus- hassling you. They're very calm. They play the ball around nicely at the back and work their way out of trouble. Or, you know, pump it long, as is the Stevenage way, uh, apparently. Um, I thought that the midfield two, um, just pretending Burns wasn't involved at all because he was very deep all half. The midfield two, two of McDonald and Freeman just got overrun um, with uh, 
uh, Mandriu was stepping back into midfield a lot, and Smith was stepping back into midfield a lot. So it was sort of it was almost four on two at times. Um, obviously, uh, Ernan is I, I don't know how to say his name, so I'm just going to go with Ernan. Um, was uh, is a good player, and Hamilton's a very good player as well. It caused us a lot of problems in the middle of the park. And one one thing that that did was it gave Sorensen so much time and space outright because we had to commit. We couldn't. McDonald couldn't commit to tracking him because he had to be involved in the middle, which meant that Sorensen, all of their good attacks came down that right hand side. And I said I tweeted it at half time. Butler's fucked um, if he doesn't get help in the second half because Sorensen just had his number all day. The amount of times that Sorensen just ghosted past him, either with the ball at feet or 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 you know chasing after a three ball. Um, fortunately, he overhit the majority of his crosses, or there was no one in the middle to meet them. So it didn't punish us, but it was a real issue for that entire half. And I'm really delighted that the two substitutions at halftime happened. Um, I probably would have brought Lewis Thompson on as opposed to Ben, but Forster Cassidy was just sensational when he came on. And the result was that we flipped the game on its head entirely um, and then we overran the midfield, and and the result was that Sorensen didn't have any time against Butler. Um, Butler stepped up into his more sort of natural higher up the pitch position, which meant that Sorensen had to play a lot deeper. Which meant that Lincoln as a whole had to play a lot better, a lot deeper. And the result was that they didn't really have much going forward. There were a couple of counter attacks which did look dangerous, but even then they didn't really create anything off the back of it. You know, they had one shot on target all game absolutely abysmal for in the final third, Lincoln. Isn't it with, with Steve Evans? And you've got to give credit to him for making the change so early. Because you are right, Sorensen was causing all sorts of troubles down that right-hand side. And it's almost a difference of you know with either side. Because I, I've noticed in the last couple of weeks, and, and I was speaking to, to Cruffers about it as well, and there's a, f- a few mixed uh, views on, on, say, Freeman, for example. But Freeman really does support that right-hand side. And Luther with tucking in, if Luther wants to get a little bit forward or tracking back the runners, it really does help Luther, whereas poor old Butler's sometimes exposed on that left-hand side. Often, um, often exposed. But it was obviously obviously recognised, um, mm-hmm. you know, second half to make changes. And, and the other strange thing as well is that, you know, was was the setup right? Uh, and what I mean by that is that that midfield it worked wonders, um, you know, a couple, a couple of weeks ago maybe. And 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 what it was is that it works wonders because they do so much off the ball. Yes. But it almost like we needed someone on the ball, like JFC, mm-hmm. to to do those things. And and that's where you've almost <laughs> got to credit Steve there for making that change so early at half time. But was it set up right correctly in the first place? So. So Neil Metcalf uh, before the before the game when we you know we sat in the we sat in the media box so we see the teams come out or the, so we see the team lineups obviously we in the media box we do get the team slightly ahead of actually we used to get the team slightly ahead of everybody else Aaron's grinning because he knows what I'm about to say don't look at me we, we don't get it we don't get it ahead of everyone else anymore you fuckers tweet it before we get it in the in the media which is annoying yeah, uh, but <laughs> but. We we saw the team come out and we were like, oh, it seems to be a bit of a pattern where when Steve goes unchanged, we really struggle. It happened last season a couple of times and it's happened a couple of times this season where when we don't, 
even just one or two little changes here and there, when we seem to when we go into a game with more or less, you know, the same midfield pairing or same midfield setup, we struggle. And I don't know why I don't know why it is, but but I've noticed it and then Neil mentioned it. I'm like, oh maybe I'm not imagining things. It might be to do with just different oppositions. If we're coming up against yeah. like well, say Lincoln, for example, you're probably gonna need those runners in midfield. You're gonna need um, people. You're not gonna be. You uh, need people who are gonna play the ball better than yeah McDonald and Freeman are. But we, I think, what's good about our setup at Stevenage at the moment is we've got so many different types of midfielders that we can yeah. bring them on when necessary, and that get the gaps all that at half time. That's perfect. Yeah. People seem to love Nick Freeman, and I'm not really sure I understand why. I, I've mentioned before that I just think he's when he's on the ball, he can be elegant on the ball. If, he, if, if we're against an opposition where he can get on the ball, I know we don't tend to have the highest possession. That's because of the way that we play with that direct style. But yeah. just watch him, kind of what what he's adding now. You know, I think he's brilliant on the ball. But watch him now without the ball and what he is contributing towards Luther on that right hand side. I, I, almost at times, I mean, th- th- people may agree, disagree, but I, th- I feel like there is almost like an element of your your Laurie and your Ronnie there in a way that the way that he is supporting him down that right hand side, mm. and I think that's why he's he's maybe getting a a little bit, you know, a few more minutes um, yeah. now. Probably why it's being recognised a little bit more, but that's that's just the way that I see it, and and. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cole, Cole reached out the other day and he was like, oh, I, I, I see it the same way. So may, maybe maybe people might clock on after this after this pod and start it on Freeman's game and, and maybe they'll see it, but that that's the yeah. way it is. No, I mean it's look, it's, it's it's if that's what you're seeing, that's what you're seeing. I don't I, I can't like, I can't I can't watch I can't see that during games because I'm not I'm not afforded the the time really to watch players off the ball a lot. You know, I have to be up watching up like up to play you know up, up where the ball is i have to be watching players on the ball constantly i get i get very little time to be able to look around the ground like i used to when i was just there as in my capacity sort of as a fan um but now that i'm in there, in there in in the media and my and my attention has to be on where the ball is 99% of the time it's it, you don't i don't see as much of that off the ball sort of stuff you know certainly not as much as i used to yeah, I mean, so it's like really that, interesting. That goal we saw the other week as well, with the, the, the almost type goal. That you know, there's a chemistry between these two, and I think Steve can see that, and and that's why, you know, like I said Freeman's getting a few more minutes in now. So, yeah, that's the way I see it. <laughs> I was waiting for Aaron to say something, but yeah, no, he's going to. No, I think the best thing about Nick Freeman, what I like personally about him, is just how versatile he is. And I think he's quite unique in the fact that we're not going to get anyone else like him. Because I, I think in the warm-up on Saturday, I'm sure I saw the they actually was warming up in a back five with uh, Nick Freeman as the right wing back. Um, and I noticed a lot in the game, he was sort of coming into that position yeah. when we were in defence. But then when we're, attack, when we're attacking, he has the licence to play in midfield. And he can also do a job in the number ten. So I think he, like, he just, yeah, he offers something that no one else really does. 
I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say I think it's but I think I think his best performances have been at right back when he's actually been lined up there rather than sort of being a midfielder that's slotting it, slotting into slotting into place. I think his his best performances have been at right back. No, no question asked. I think when we, you know, when Smith and Luther were both out for 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 weeks at a time, and you know, we played Macca there, and we played Freeman there. Freeman, I think, had a couple of very good games at right wing back. Yeah, I think, like I said, Aaron, uh, that, like Aaron said, it all comes down to that versatility and him being able to perform wherever. But, um, I just mentioned about him playing number 10. Let, let's talk about number 10. Let's talk about Jordan Roberts because he was superb on Saturday. And and I think it's just the norm now, isn't it? It's it almost is. like, you know, people go, yeah, well, Jake Forsakaski is, is your man of match or big goal, really, because he's got his goal. But Jordan Roberts is just going about his business as usual. And it's almost think, like it might not get recognised because it's the norm, but it's superb on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I think one player you get on the ball and he he's driving the ball up the pitch. He's trying to thread in those passes through the lines. He's looking for Reedy on the shoulder. He, he he's that one little spark, you know, and magic. And he works so hard as well, which is even you know the the best thing about his game as well. He works so hard. See, that's in contrast to what some people. I don't know if you saw my uh, live tweeting of the the uh, Wickham game, but there was a bloke behind me in the first half. I moved because he was fucking me off at halftime. But um, he, um, there was a bloke in the first half that was just complaining all game wrong about how shit Jordan Roberts is and about how he doesn't do anything, about he doesn't try, doesn't try hard enough. And uh, and Dracker's kid, Dracker's Dracker's junior as well, don't like him because he's lazy. And I'm just like, I don't, know, I don't know what games of football these people are watching because hey, I see him. Hustling players all game long, all and game. like like he does have periods of time where he'll go quiet for fifteen minutes. Well, you can't like, press like every minute. Of but every you game. can't press every second of every game. He's him doing that is such a massive part of how we play. And we said it time and time again. When he gets an early yellow card, or on you know, you know he's not there, it changes everything about the complexity of our attacking play. Yeah, everything I think changes, and we are far worse without him. I think I said since the day we saw him first in his first debut, he um, we just look a completely different side when he's not there. Because yeah, really brilliant at pressing from the front. We all know that, but actually, like Robbo's so good at that. And when he's on the ball, it, it's very hard to get him off and get it off him because he's got that nice control. I was I always feel like if you if we get Roberts with the ball at his feet and he's moving forwards. Anything could happen, and I can't remember many players. Chair was one. Believe it or not, Darius Charles was one. Um, we haven't had a lot of them over the years, have we? Really, you just thought, oh, anything could happen here. Kenners was a li- Kenners Kenners was a little bit like that, wasn't he? When he drove at defenders, you're like, Any- this could, this could go in for forty yards, or it could go out for a throw. Um, a little- Kenners is one I forgot about, but the, the, the three that that come to my mind when I think of Flair, the ball at their feet over the years of watching Arrow for me, I'll probably go as far back as Boyd, then I'll probably go um, Freeman, and then I'll probably go mm. Chair. Yeah, yeah. I mean Darius. I, I think Darius because he would he 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 sort of just fumbled his way forward. Darius didn't know what he was going to do, so no defender could had a chance of stopping <laughs> it. You know. Um, it was a bit like it was a bit like trying to defend against Stacey Long shooting from twenty yards. 
because Stacy Stacy Long would aim five yards to the right of the goal, bounce it off a defender, and it would go in. How do you defend against that? You can't. You just can't defend against it, can you? <laughs> it's, Absolute it's, nonsense. It's, Aaron, talk to us about the second half. You were gonna, you were gonna try and drag us there earlier before I protested. Well, yeah, no, to be fair, I was just gonna talk about the two substitutions mostly because, I mean, obviously Jake Poskaski has had a lot of plaudits um, in the last few days, and right, rightly so, he was my man of the match. I'm sure he was yours. Yes, but absolutely. To be fair, um, I thought when Ben Thompson came on, he made a lot of difference as well. We, we, we said about the. Um, we said about the defenders needing support and also the attackers needing support and I think he contributed a lot to that if you need someone to absolutely run their socks off for 45 minutes he's your man and I think he's finding his feet at Stevenage we all know he's struggled maybe a little bit the first few weeks first couple of months but I think we're seeing a, a massive improvement in his performances and Saturday was a good example of that Yeah, I I certainly agree with that. Um, I think that he he also brings um, not to the level of a, a Forster Kasky or or you know maybe even like a Jake Reeves from last season, but he does bring a sort of composure on the ball. A bit, a bit it's in a similar mould to maybe Van Kooten, where he never seems to be in a rush. He always seems to have time to do what he wants with the ball. Um, I'd like to see more from him when he's when he's on the pitch and when he's on the ball. But I thought I thought Saturday was his best performance for for Stevenage for sure. Yeah, I thought I he was excellent. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. He, he was good when he you know he was he was on the pitch. Um, like I said we go back to that that kind of that that depth that we've got in the squad now, and we can bring on you know different types of players. And again, he's a player that's gonna come on and, and press from the front as well and try and get on the ball and be aggressive. And, um, you know, it's ideal to kind of have those fresh legs and bring on and and, and kind of keep that pressure on the opposition. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, just look, just looking at that and the, the depth, I think you're right. I think we, we are, we're in a much better position than we were last season in terms of sort of squad depth. You know, we it was it was no secret that we were really thin of quality beyond the starting starting eleven, maybe say like tw- thirteen or fourteen, um, the main sort of th- main bulk of the the first team squad. Um, we we really struggled for depth last year, and you know that and I'd say obviously being a big part of that. But then you know injuries to Vancouver and playing a massive part in the, almost derailing our season in in January February sort of time. Um, in looking at our squad depth now, do you do you almost think we've got too many players? No, because yeah. previously we we would have <laughs> under Evans. It would be, a, a, you know, last year was very thin, wasn't it? And there were very. at times it was almost like, are we even going to make it? Do, do you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it was running thin, and there was a lot of injuries, and we're playing a lot of games <clears> and running cup competitions. You need that squad depth. Especially in League One, um, and and he's mentioned before as well. You know, he we he doesn't like signing stocking fillers. Do, do, do you know what I mean? So I think you know, and 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 that's the good thing. And we keep saying about it: any player that we've got can can kind of come on and, and do a job or or fill in if they need to. 
I mean, I almost, it was like last year, I almost felt like Boswick was underappreciated in his role. You knew what you were going to get out of him and he was happy to yeah. to be that model pro, pro and, and kind of fill in when he needed to. And, 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 he, and he did make a thing difference. Is, the thing is, game. you know, at, at the age Bozzy is and, you know, was last season, he was never going to have, you know, play 90 minutes for an entire month you know of Saturdays you know it was never it was never going to happen so I think I think that yeah, he was you know you're right he was the model professional and he did what was asked for him without fuss I think that was I think that was you know that was there was never anything else on the card in that respect the reason I asked the question about the squad depth is I just I look at the players that we haven't seen a lot of recently like you know we haven't seen Nathan Thompson or or Louis Thompson all that much recently. I know Pressy's been injured. We haven't seen a lot of him. Um, you know, until recently, we hadn't seen a lot of Freeman. Um, we've, we've still not seen a lot of List. And then there's Harvey White, Charlotte McNeil, uh, Harry Anderson, Harrison Neal. Um, there's, there's, we have, I, I, I almost think that, Reese Hannum as well. Sorry, I I just I just can't help but feel like we have too we've got too many strikers, too many strikers that aren't contributing enough goals. Actually, let me rephrase: too many strikers that aren't contributing enough goals. We need Hemmings, List, Presley to be scoring more goals because Reed's goals will dry up at some point. He's not going to go the entire season getting a goal a week. It's not going to happen as much as I'd love it to. Don't get me wrong. If we can go for the rest of the season <laughs> and win the majority of these games 1-0 and shit out our way to the playoffs, fucking sensational, beautiful. Get there and piss the league off while we're doing it. Just inject it, you know, beautiful. It ain't. It's not realistic. It's not going to happen. Uh, part of me wonders whether we should... You know, McNeil's going to get recalled, isn't he? He's not getting game time. He's not even getting on the bench. I think that he came in and then we were presented with the opportunity to sign Hemmings. It was like, oh, fuck. All right, we can't really cancel this deal with United. So we've been presented this opportunity, so we've got to sort of take it take, take it while it's here. And, you know, and I think, I think I'm think i much happier seeing Hemmings in the side than I am seeing <laughs> McNeil. But, but we, you know, Harvey, hang on, we've got Harvey White, Harvey White, Harry Anderson, um, we've got Neil... But it's the, a the, lot the reality of players. is the games are going to come quick and fast in this winter period and come the the, the business end of the season, the second, you know, in the, in the second half of the season. We're going to need the squad in depth. And if you look at the strikers that we have, <clears> the, the profiles of them are all fairly different. And 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 it, and it does come useful and handy as to as to, you know, going forward to to have those different options. Yeah. But do you want to be going into Christmas and really needing to give, you know, Forster Kasky's had inju- has had injuries, you know, and is an injury prone, prone player. So you don't want to be giving him ninety minutes every single every single opportunity, do you? You have to manage him. You have to manage his history. We can't be playing him constantly. You know, Finney Burns is young, um, so he can probably do the minutes. Uh, I don't think any any three of the Thompsons at the moment can. Uh, Van Kooten, I'd be 
worried about. You know, I've, I haven't even mentioned Sweeney yet, who's still out for whatever reason. He he walks around the training grounds, uh, walks around the club on a Saturday. I've never seen an injured player look less injured in my life, and I'm not saying that he's not, but I don't know what I I just confused about what's going on there. It looks like he looks like he's able to play in my capacity as a not not a doctor. Um but um I just think would we not be do we want to go into these uh periods where we've got a ton of games coming up where we've got players that just haven't played? There, there's there's very little chance that they're gonna be at the levels we need them to be when then they're, they're not playing and that could be a real problem in a in a really busy period. So you know we've got an opportunity over the next month or so to rotate a bit. We've got some ease, a few easier fixtures than the last month. So you know we we could rotate a bit and introduce Harvey White a little more often. We need to start doing it because I'll tell you what, the two char- the two times I've seen him start, he's actually been really good. Um, I so do get I wanna... a sense that you will see Harvey White a lot more. I think yeah. It... Now that we've got we've got them on a permanent deal, I think people forget that because yeah. he's yeah. a young player that's come from Spurs. I sometimes even I forget because he's that good when I've seen him. Yeah. But I think, like I say, because we have him as a permanent player, we've kind of got the the license to give him time and really mould him into the player that we want him to be, so yes. that when he is ready to play consistent games, he'll be phenomenal. And I do think we will get that in the later parts of the season. And going into the busy period of Christmas, mm-hmm. would you would you uh, term would you be happy to see like Neil and McNeil go to maybe strengthen other areas that we could use? Uh, yeah, I, I, I could. We desperately I, need I a left back see, to provide yeah. competition for Butler, right? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people have said that Hannon. To be fair to Hannah, when I've seen him, he's actually been quite good. But there's obvious, there's an obvious like um, difference in ability from Butler and Hannah. Whereas we need, I do think we, yeah, like you say, we need someone who's just as good as Butler, if not better, to really keep him on his toes. I mean, there are a few fair players who can play at fullback. I mean, I don't. They're, that you've got, you know, Kane Smith could probably do a job at left back. Luther could probably do a job at left back. Luther Mr. Carl Freeman could probably do a job at left back, I reckon. So there are a few options there. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Thompson used to play full back before he converted to a centre half. So th- there I is. I don't know if he's got the legs to play full back, though, these days, has he? No, probably not. You know, that's why I mentioned him last. But, you know, <laughs> there, there are other options there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a bigger squad than what we've usually had. Um, again, it's whether Wallace wants to dip into his checkbook again as well. Yeah. I think he's done fairly well this year. I mean, I'd, it's the best transfer window I think we've ever had. And I think last season's was phenomenal, but this season's... I, I mean, if you'd have told me the likes of Harvey White, Lewis Thompson, Nathan Thompson... Uh, maybe not Kane Hemmings or Aaron Presley to be honest I didn't really think much of either of them before Ashby Hammond that's a permanent deal as well people probably forget that yeah, that's a permanent deal you know these are all pay- players that certainly Harvey White and Ashby Hammond 
These are players we've paid money for. And also, the the thing, I think I've said this before, but the thing that's that impressed me the most in the summer, not necessarily just the new players coming in, but getting the players like Van Kooten and Luther Wilding on two-year contracts, which is like no, almost unheard of at the level, and especially at Stevenage. Absolutely. No one saw them. No one saw them staying, did they? Re- the reality. No. I'm a, I was, when Van Kooten announced that he, like, he was announced that he was, he'd signed on and we were staying, I was like, what the, what, what the fuck have we done? <laughs> how have, how have we done that? Because there was interest from other teams, you know, like, like last season in the summer, we, in, in the middle of August, we turned down an offer from Peterborough. There were other offers for him on the table this summer, but he stayed where he's comfortable and he's enjoying his football and he's progressing. Wonderful. And and obviously, you know, uh, I think I... I could probably say it now. I knew that Lufa was staying a fair while before uh, it was announced because... Dean Thompson... You're, you're in the <laughs> To Dean, Dean, Dean Thompson knew something that had happened. Uh, He's the man I don't, to talk to about this. I don't want to go into too much detail and get Dean in trouble. As it is, now that I've mentioned him, he'll be on, he'll be on to me in the week going, oh, no, I shouldn't have fucking told you. He, he, likes, he, he, he likes to come and talk to me about the podcast each week and come and have a laugh, a laugh, a laugh about it with me before games, which uh, which I'm very fond of, actually. it's it's I love sitting up there with Steve and Dean. It's... Never, no, never a dull minute, um, as Aaron can attest. Um, yeah. Right, I think we've covered the game off fairly well. We've we moved on to January. So I'm going to add on to there just a little Go bit. On. Right, is what I do find concerning, and and I, you know, whether it'll happen or not, and and it's something that I thought about at the beginning of the season. Now, obviously, Wallace has got his check put out this year, and he he got a couple of players on two year deals. Um. But, you know, the position that we're in, we, we could be serious here about, you know, dreaming of, of, of going up. But what happened last time we were in League One, around Christmas time? We, we, the, the manager goes, a couple of oh, offers yeah. come in, a couple yeah. of players leave. You know, and, and, and I'm already seeing this in the last couple of weeks where clubs feel like they can just pickpocket little old Stevenage of Steve Evans. He's not going anywhere. You know what? I mean? But the, there is this, this, I don't know, in, impression in the in the in the football league. I know there's a lot bigger clubs than we are, but the, it's almost the fact that they think that they can just pickpocket whoever they want off little old Stevenage. And if we're going to be serious, just hopefully Wallace is is strict and and um, you know sticks sticks by his means and the ambition of yes. yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. potentially going up you know I know it's a, it's a big dream but you know that what, this is what we're, we're in the league and to play football for is to win games and, and it's and it's of Evan's yeah. nature as well I can imagine at the beginning of the season he was he was almost like oh yeah it'd be great to stay up top half would be brilliant but that's not Steve Evans I bet he was okay we can get promotion here we need this many points we can do this do that I can imagine it we're look, we're on court we're on course at the moment with our current current points total um to have more than enough points to make the playoffs. Uh, it would be... We would need to win a higher number of points per game to, generally speaking, to uh, make make the make, make the autos. But we've, we're on track at the moment for the playoffs. Um, you know, we've got, what, 32 points from 18 games? We Does need... it not concern or worry you that, that 
there may be some struggling championship clubs, you no. know, and and they may want to start pickpocketing some players and might, might start coming in with some offers. No, we're uh, financially in a great position. We're not in a position where we're like, we need to let players go. Obviously, there's a conversation to be had if a team comes in for a player and the player's like, I'd, I'd like to at least have the conversation or straight up, I want to go. Then obviously, there's for a club like Stevenage, it doesn't make any sense to try and hold on to them. You know, you, you, you have the conversation and you go, okay, on you go. Um, I think the position that we're in, I think the publicity that we're getting can only be a good thing. Even if some are complaining about us, I think it can only be a good thing. I think our ability to attract better players has been better now than it ever has. I think I think in January, I think we've got more chance of cutting some of who I think are possibly a bit of driftwoods. And uh improving the squad, I think I think that's more likely than anybody going. People are worried about Reedy being picked up by Bolton or somebody. Honestly, I love the bloke, but let's not forget eighteen not not eighteen months ago, we were all more or less all thinking Okay, he's got a bit of potential, but he's nothing better than an average non league centre forward at the moment. He didn't do it for us. He wasn't scoring goals regularly. He had all the graft in the world, but there was very little end product. I'm not going to say quality, because I think that is a little bit too harsh, but there's very little end product. He scored a very f- small amount of goals. Lad's 29. How many how many clubs are going to be that interested? I'm fairly dubious. And more to the point, scout like scouts are going to see that he misses an awful lot of one-on-ones and an awful lot of chances that you wouldn't, that, that would put you off. He scores some great goals. He scores important goals, but he does miss a, f- a fair number of chances that is criminal and and it would go punished in the championship that may not go punished in League One. I, I, I think maybe, you know, TVC could be an option for a struggling championship side. Does he want to go and play in the championship in a team where they're fighting relegation? Maybe, maybe not. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not all that convinced. We're we're in a position where we really need to worry. Yeah, for well, hopefully, I think for if once. anyone's going to make a difference, it's going to be uh, probably Steve. You know, people wanting to play for Steve. Um, I, him yeah, being the, the main man to Steve, keep players on. So. Yeah, Steve's not going anywhere. Unless Celtic could come in, which they're not going to do. He ain't going anywhere. Not a chart. I, I genuinely don't believe he's even considered it. Uh, let's not forget that all right, he might still have a good relationship with Tony, Tony, uh, what was his name? Tony Stewart, uh, Rotherham, but he did also sack him once. Um, Steve's family. There's a lot Rains of Rains as well. Lot, and Rains as well. They're, they're all, they're, you know, they're, they're fairly local. I think he's settled. I I don't think he's. I think he's probably under no no illusions that he's probably not got many year many years left managing at this level. He's you know he's not a young lad, is he, Steve? I think I think that he's happy. I I would be very surprised if he wasn't happy, comfortable, 
and just thinking, do you know what? I've got something that's working here, and it would be foolish to go and do anything and look, else. There, there, he's made a lot. Clubs. He's made a lot of money for his career. He's very comfortable in that respect. Doesn't need to go chasing the pounds, does he? So I think no. that I think we're in a position where we kind of lucked into the best periods to have Steve Evans because I think that I think he gets what he wants from the chairman and. I don't know why, unless genuinely, unless a massive club club come in, offer him stupid money, and a massive war chest. I just don't think. I, I just think like, what's the point? Almost, what's the point? Yeah, but what? What? Are, and realistically, what other club is going to have his face plastered all over t-shirts, stickers, flags? <laughs> exactly. I, I don't think it's going to be happening. No. <laughs> no, I think in, uh, I'd I'd like to think he knows where his bread bread is buttered, and it's certainly buttered here. Yeah. He's got he's he's got so much control over what happens in with that squad, and he's not going to get that kind of control anywhere else, or almost nowhere else. So it's unlikely, very unlikely that he leaves. I think. Long live Steve Evans. <laughs> Long live Steve Evans. <laughs> right, moving on. <clears throat> this, this is a little bit of a new feature that I want to do more often than not. I've got a little quiz for you boys. Oh. Don't worry. It's not about Stevenage history. I like to broaden things a little bit here, and it's just about football, okay? Damn. And this is a bit of a classic <laughs> football quiz question with a twist, okay? There are 29 team suffixes in use in the top six tiers of English football. So, Premier League down to the National League North and South. What you two are going to be doing is picking a suffix. And I do you understand what I mean by a suffix? I hope you do. So Yes, that was the end of it. Yeah, so the bit that comes between the place name and football club. I don't want to say one and give it away, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so you're going to pick a suffix and then you're going to tell me all the teams you can think of with that suffix, okay? Now, some only have one team. Some have quite a few. <laughs> For instance, the uh, the most popular one has... Uh, oh, yeah, at 19. Is that? Yeah, quite a, quite a few options to choose. So, you know, you could go easy and choose one of the common ones. Um, you'll get a point for each team with a suffix you correctly name. However, you're going to lose a point for every team with that suffix you don't mention. I can tell you there are 107 teams on this list. Obviously, any team without a suffix isn't a part of the game. So, Stevenage isn't an option. Um, <coughs> Aaron, I'm going to start with you. Just doing an alphabetical thing here. It's nothing massive. Like, well, so so me and Lewis working together, are we? No, you're against each other. Oh right, oh we're against each other. Oh okay. So I are you going to take any... it? To... Lewis's face is a fucking picture right here. So, well, my, my thought is that I go with a suffix that isn't used as frequently for the sake of the podcast and for the sake of me getting some sleep tonight. <laughs> um, you're going to have a few chances but... to, to to pick. It's not going to be a one and done. Okay. Lewis, so, stop, stop so, Googling. <laughs> 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 so, 
So which one go now? Do I pick do I pick a suffix and then say the team or Yeah. Right. Uh I'm gonna go with Rovers and okay. say Bristol Rovers. Okay, now so at this at this point you need to pick all you need to pick as many as you can think of. Oh right, okay. I'm because you're going to lose points for the ones you don't pick, so pick oh, as many Jesus as you can Christ. remember. Right, okay. I thought I had thinking time. Right. Uh, so you've Bristol got Rovers. Uh, yep. Blackburn Rovers. Yep. Tranmere Rovers. Doncaster yep. Rovers. Am I allowed to know how many are in this suffix? Does no. that not work? Uh, uh, look, you've got one more. I'll, I'll I'll be kind. Down to National League North and South, yeah. Down to National League North and South, yeah. I felt like the foot just doing football league was a bit too easy. Should have thought about this more. <laughs> is there is there a time limit? Uh, I'll I'll let you know when you when you're running out of time. Okay. Forest Green Rovers. Forest Green Rovers. Beautiful, Aaron. You've started out five out of five. Well done. Cool. Lewis, you're up. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what to pick here. <laughs> um, oh, can you not just give me one and I'll just like kind of really. No. no, think of a team that's got a suffix. It's not that hard. There's fucking loads of them. There's now 102 uh, for you to pick from. So, how many did uh, Aaron get? He got five. They're oh, all ro- okay. They were all Rovers. He got five. All oh, right. I'll just go easy then and go United. <laughs> okay. So I, 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 I will tell. Ch- I will tell you how many there are. Uh, there are That's nine. Probably the most common, I reckon. There are nineteen teams for you to pick from here. So go on. I don't expect you to get them all, but you probably want to because you're going to lose a point for everyone you don't get. Okay. Um. Well, Manchester. Yep. West Ham. Yep. Um, does United of Manchester count? They're too late. Oh. Um, oh, my mind's gone blank now. You've got 17 <laughs> left. Uh, Leeds. Yep. Um, <laughs> God, my mind's gone blank. I said, there's me saying it was easy. Uh, <laughs> Torquay. Yep. Um, cool. He's gone big. Gone he's, gone, he's gone big and is it going to bite him on the arse? Um, honestly, my mind's gone blank. Um... <laughs> I don't know. All right, I tell, I tell you what, I'm going to change the format, format up a bit, just in the just in the interest of keeping it competitive. I'm not go- I'm not going to deduct points for the ones you're not going to get because otherwise, at this rate, you'd be fi- you'd be on minus thirteen, and the game's over. Loads of them, mate. Loads. I know. But me, me mind's gone blank. I can't honestly can't think off the top of my head. I'm going to start making up some team names. I reckon. <laughs> This is shocking, like, Lewis. Like Harchester United. <laughs> They're not on the list. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Uh, 
I bet Aaron sat there with like loads of them going through his head. Probably, oh, yeah. Oh, so mate, quiet no, I can't. Mine's gone blank, honestly. Okay. okay. So, You'll probably say hello now and I'll... Uh, no, but the, no, but okay, that's fine. You got four, okay? You did get four. So you're still in with the show. You're only one point off, off of uh, Aaron. We're not going to go back to United. So you could have had Banbury United, Boston United, Cambridge United, Carlisle United, Colchester oh. United, Ebbsfleet United, Maidenhead United, Maidstone United, Newcastle United, Oxford no. United... Peterborough United, Rotherham United, Scunthorpe United, Sheffield United, Southend United, or Welling United. Plenty of massive clubs there. That you could Welling have United. From. Welling. Is that one, is it? Welling, not Welling. Oh, yeah. Welling. I was going to say Welling. Oh. Um, Aaron, you're up. What are you going to go with? So you see the problem. You see the floor in picking a massive one. There are so many that you just. Yeah. Oh. Did you say Tranmere earlier on? By the way, he did say Tranmere Rovers. Yeah. Are we keeping the rule of? Do I lose points if no, 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 I don't no. pick? Or? No, no, okay. no. Uh, in that case, I'll go town. Oh, it's a big one. It's a big yeah, one. And there's loads. Uh, there's this is loads. the this is the biggest. In fact, it's uh, twenty four. Right. <clears throat> uh, Ipswich Town. Yes. Swindon Town. Yes. Huddersfield Town. Yep. Aldershot Town. Yep. Crawley Town. Yep. I have to actually think about that. Uh, do you know what? Your mind goes blank. You think? <laughs> There's so many. Uh, Slough Town. God, what Slough I'm Town is a great pick. Yes. Um, oh, you know what? I'm struggling here. Um, there's That's so many. I was You're laugh right. at Lewis, but now there I'm, are I'm there are tons. It back. There are loads. Um oh, Jesus. Is, if I was listening to someone else do this, I'd be You'd be shouting like, answers, wouldn't you? Um I said Corey, didn't I? Yeah. Um you're genuinely you're gonna thump yourself. Yeah, I know these. there's so many. I just I can't Ten even seconds. think right now. If I went for the leagues. Jesus. Okay, that's time. Oh, so bad. Uh, so you could have had Alfreton Town, Brackley Town, Braintree Town, Chip, uh, Cheltenham and Chippenham Town, uh, FC Halifax Town, Fleetwood Town, oh, Grimsby yeah. Town, Hemel Hempstead Town, Hungerford Town, Kingsland Town, Luton Town, Mansfield Town, Northampton Town, Shrewsbury Town, Spennymore Town. Uh, Taunton Town and Warrington, uh, Tarrington, uh, Warrington Town and uh, Yeovil Town. Yeah, but you did get uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So Aaron, you're currently on eleven points. So uh, <clears throat> for your final pick, Lewis, you need to go big, really, don't you? I don't know. You're gonna have to help me out here. Honestly, you're, I can't. You're seven. You're seven. You're seven. You're seven off, right? 
So you need to go... There's only one you can pick that's going to get you the points to win. Don't say Wanderers, because I'm struggling already. No, it's not Wanderers. It's City. Okay, alright. So, yeah. Okay. There there Uh, are... uh, 20. Oh my god. Okay, let's try it. (laughs) Are we ready? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Alright, Man City. Manchester City, correct. Lincoln City. Lincoln City. Bristol City. Bristol City. Um... Right, uh, now we're struggling. <laughs> you need four. To, you need four to time five to win. Um, let's see, Truro. Did you say Truro? Yeah, beautiful shout, Truro. I thought I thought that's what you said, but it also just sounded like yeah. So I had yeah, <laughs> to that. check. Uh, oh, uh, there are a lot of massive clubs. Massive clubs remaining. Three to win, four. Uh, sorry, three to tie, four to win now. Um, I do have a tiebreaker if you get to get to eleven and want to stop <laughs> to make it even more interesting. I actually don't even know. Uh, oh, is there a? Come. Of Manchester is that a team? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Shocking performances. Honestly, I yeah. uh, honestly can't think of like teams. Okay, I'm gonna gonna give you one more minute. Yeah. Um, well and Garden City. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't Sunday League teams. <laughs> Some absolute colossal, oh. colossal teams here. Birmingham City. Birmingham City, there we are. You've got about 30 seconds left. I'm going to cut down some of this to, to, to make it flow a bit quicker. Oh, I, I, yeah, I'm struggling. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I'm going to try no. and push you for two. I've got nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. Are you are you are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I can't. Oh dear. Well, congratulations. I did oh, not deserve to win I'm, off. The, I'm I'm going to get I'm I'm going to give you the Swansea one. Um think of another yeah. local one quick. Another local one to Swansea quick. Quick. Cambridge. Cambridge. And a local one to Swansea. I'm definitely definitely cheating to keep the game alive here. Cardiff. Like, 
There you go. Right, so you're tied. <laughs> you've tied Aaron <laughs> on 11. No, I, well, I was just, I was just saying after my town performance, I didn't deserve to win, so it's only five. So, uh, give me a moment. There's one, two, three, four, five... Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Bradford! 15, Sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> You've been naming him in your sleep now. Eighteen. Nineteen. Okay, there are twenty suffixes which are unique. This is on the buzzer. The first person to tell me a unique suffix that is not in the football league gets the point. Harriers. There we go. Lewis wins. Oh, you've absolutely smashed that. The, un- the, the unique ones are... Well, I'm going to go through all of them, including the football league, because I can't be asked to separate them out again. Uh, Crew Alexandra, Tombridge Angels, Plymouth Argyle, Curzon Ashton... Uh, you've got Farsley Celtic, uh, MK Dons, Preston North End, Nottingham Forest, Kidderminster Harriers. You've got Tottenham Hotspur, Solihull Moors, uh, Russell Olympic, Leighton Orient, QPR Rangers, obviously. Um, you've got Blythe Spartans, Peterborough Sports, Achington Stanley, uh, Port Vale. Aston Villa and Sheffield Wednesday. Here we go. So, well done, Lewis. Well done after snatching, snatching victory uh, from the jaws of defeat. There, well done. Yeah, I'm not sure how. For some reason, I nearly said. I mean, it probably. I'm probably being really stupid. Here, but it probably stands for something. I don't even know if they're a club anymore. That's how low I was going, which was. Um, Remember Lay RMI? Lee. Lee RMI, yeah. Lee Lee RMI, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it stood for. I don't know. I don't know if that that, that could have been unique. RMI. I've never seen that with a club before. They're called Lee Genesis now. No. Um, Yeah. Lee Lee it was Lee Railway Mechanics Institute. Wow. Top name that, isn't it? That is unique. Yeah, the other one against Charlton, Cray Valley Paper Mills. What a name that is. Yeah. Oh, what a name. Superb, isn't it? I was like, I was like uh, TNS, who are the new Saints now, back in the day, used to be called Total Network Solutions. <laughs> love, I, love, I love a good team name that derives from the company that founded it. Beautiful. Um, right, let's turn our attention quickly to Fleetwood. Um, Fleetwood sit 21st. They're in a right mare of a season. Um Four points, uh, sorry, four game, four wins from 16 played, eight losses. They've scored 18 goals, conceded 25. Uh, like I said, they sit in the relegation zone in 21st. Um, their their recent fixtures have actually been a bit, bit, a bit better than than it had been recently. Um, in the last five, they've got two wins, two draws, and a loss. Um, so they 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 might be on the on the up a little bit. Weak, the weaknesses and the strengths for Fleetwood, um, they miss a lot of good chances. Um, they're not very good at stopping teams from creating a lot of chances against them. Um, even when they do find themselves ahead, they slip up and allow teams back into the game a lot. Um, they also don't 
do well on the counter-attack or uh, down the wings. Um, something they're good at. Uh, they've scored a couple of direct free kicks so far this season. Um, they create chances from uh, from long shot opportunities very well, but they also hit the target. They are good at attacking set pieces, but obviously, fortunately, that's one of our strengths. Uh, well, we, we're getting better at that. We, we, we were rocky at the beginning. Um, they're also quite good at stealing the ball high up the pitch, but again, something we're also quite good at. Um, how are you feeling about this one, boys? Surely, I think it's, it's going to be a tougher game than the league table suggests. Though. I don't think there's going to be much in it. They um they got a new manager a few weeks ago, or I don't know how long ago it was, but I think that's been the key to their turnaround because before that yeah. they were losing every week. But like you say, they've had a fair few wins in the last few weeks, and mm-hmm. it seems like they're on the up. So it's going to be no easy win whatsoever. Yeah, Lee. I think with 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 Jamie Reid in form at the moment, scoring goals and and um, you know our defensive record being really really good right now. Um, I, I, you know, I think any Stevenage fan will go, oh, I fancy us right now. So um, yeah, I think we can do. It. I haven't really done much homework. I've done a load of homework on the uh, local pop worlds. <laughs> so that's that's the homework I've done for the weekend. Um, but yeah, look, I, I fancy us. Why not? You got you got to have a new team sitting twenty first, twenty first for a reason. Sure, like we've we've said a, a few times this this season that we've played teams down the bottom end, and oh, they don't look as bad as their their uh, their league position would have you believe. But they're in the position for a reason after eighteen games or sixteen in Fleetwood's uh, case. They struggled last season. They're struggling again this season. And uh, yeah, I, I I can't see anything but a comfortable win for us to be completely honest so I'm uh yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with a I don't think we'll score three but I'm gonna go with a two nil on the road win Lewis um I'm gonna do one I think we're gonna leave it late again I think there's a common theme at the moment that it's one of the things I popped in my notes it's because it keeps me on edge that we don't cancel out games. We, like it's always by one goal margins, and it, it, it honestly, it it's not good for my heart. We're just waiting for, especially with all these minutes added on at the moment. You're like, oh, come on, let's get. Another. And, and we we do waste a lot of good chances. An awful lot of good chances. I, I hope that we can win by a two goal margin, but um, away from home, we might concede. You know, concede a floppy one. I reckon two one. Yeah, I have to agree with Lewis, I think, but I'm, I'm going to go with a 1-0. Um, I can see it being more comfortable than a 1-0 suggests, but yeah, um, yeah I, I think we'll just see how a 1-0 win. Cool. All right, boys, well, um, thank you for joining me today. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you both on. It's quite quite nice to have you both on together. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Thanks very much. Good. Thanks, Dave, yes. I'm going to plug in quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. Um, yeah, Broadway's got a uh, pop-up coming up soon on the second of December, which falls where, on the where, where can we find it, Lewis? Where can we find? It? We're going to find it at our mutual friend pub, which is the uh, the local pub. You know, to, just up the road to the Lamex. Yeah, so we'll be in there. I'll be in there from eleven uh, pre-match um, until yeah, probably two forty-five. Um, Got loads of deals, discounted prices on a load of products. Um, we drop a pod exclusive. Oh, yeah. 
Never say no to never say no to a pod exclusive. Go on. Yeah, so um, we're, we're going to have a new item that day. Oh, uh, new tea, uh, a new player tea. So we've done we've done Bozzy uh, previously. Mark Smith, uh, Beersley's running club. Clap for John Nurse. Um, this time, who do, who do you think? What do you think we're going for? Who would you like to see? Uh, well, I don't know who's worthy of it. I mean, obviously, like Ronnie. Uh, I don't know what you do for Ronnie though. Mister Consistency. I've, I've tried to keep it. I like to go for the the vintagey kind of yeah. So the style of it is vintage, but it's a modern player. It's today. It's it's, oh, okay. it's rock. you cut out there, and I didn't hear you said. <laughs> it's. It, it, I didn't say anyone. I just said it's today. It's right now. It's it's oh. it's a it, guy that's in the squad. Are you not going to tell us who it is? Big Goal Reedy, one of the two. Big Goal Reedy making all the noise. Of course it has to be. So we've got a Big Goal Reedy tea coming. Um, It will be a pop-up exclusive. So um, it will be available on the day. So come by, swing by, get all your gifts for Christmas. Um, I'm sure a burrow bucket out is just what Nan's after. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, there you go. Big Goal Reedy Reedy t-shirt coming coming to the uh, Broadway pop-up on the uh, what was it, 2nd of December before the visit of Port Vale in the FA Cup. Uh, so get, get get yourself to our mutual friend for a for a cheeky a cheeky little pint and some and We'll have a scratch card as well. We'll merch. have a giveaway. We'll have a giveaway. I'm not sure what the giveaway is going to be yet, but there is going to be a giveaway um, from a football scratch card um, cool. where we hope to raise some proceeds towards... Uh, Mind in Mid Hearts as well, our local mental health charity. So beautiful. Um, we'll, we'll do a bit of fundraising that day as well. Fantastic. Well, that's that's uh, it's good to hear, and uh, hopefully everyone gets behind you, mate. Hope so. Hope to see you all there. Lovely. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely. I'll try and pop in. I've got to be at the ground pretty early, but I'll try and pop in. Thanks, mate. It's all right. Uh, anyway. Thanks. If you're still listening to us, it's a long one again. I think they seem to be stretching out more and more as, it, as, as the season goes on. Um, it's a long one again. It's probably the quiz that does it, but I ain't fucking dropping it. I like doing it. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, up the borough. Up the borough. This, up the borough. This is where I'll I'll, I'll cut in pats. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.